Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, we're back. RGRT Podcast, another week of random stuff. Have you guys sit back and relaxed yet? <laughs> Every week. If they haven't, they need to. <laughs> I'm relaxing right now. Sit back and relax. Yeah, I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with John. You with Sue. And Dustin. Como estas? We're the regular guys. We talk about random things. I don't know if I can sit across the table from I you. I know, it's weird. I feel like you're piercing into we, my We have soul. a different, <laughs> different setup now today. Now you know how I feel. Yeah. We need to put you back on that side of the I'll table. When Scott, when Scott sits across from me, I'm like, okay, dad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's right. Do what I say. He'll look at me with that disappointing stare. I'm like, freak. Uh, you could totally make me lose my <laughs> train of thought. So I guess we'll just jump right into uh, what we did this week. Let's start with who wants to go first. John? Yo, what's up? What you do this week? I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything? I uh, played right. disc golf. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. Jeez, that's man. fantastic. The, the things that we do together, you can't even uh, remember uh, those things. I, uh, that's how memorable we are. I played uh, disc golf with with the bros, with the random dudes, and I was a bit upset. If I'm honest, I feel like we got hustled. <laughs> By a, a frisbee shark, yeah. By a, a disc salt, yeah. Disc golf shark, yeah. And Scott. Oh, because the first I time, lost, dude. <laughs> the first time we went with uh, Scott, um, I'm pretty sure we we like clobbered him. That's because halfway through, my shoulder was hurting so bad I couldn't throw a frisbee anymore. <laughs> it wasn't an enjoyable experience for you the first no, time we went. It was out. not. So anyway, we talk him into going again. And he decides to do the uh, forehand throw instead of the backhand, which is, that is what that's what they call it, forehand. That's like a, that's flippy like a, throw. a sidearm. The sidearm flippy just throw. just called the right-hand forehand. Yeah. So but for guys that don't know the technical oh, terms, it's like okay. throwing a sidearm baseball. He just kind of tomahawk chops from the side. The frisbee in his right hand's on the right side instead of on the left side. Yeah, instead but, of coming across his body. But at any rate... It, Dustin and I played one of our best games ever. Every time we play that course, we seem to do better. And Scott was only two or three strokes behind us. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, I felt like Scott hustled us the first time. and Big he, time. He tried to bet us money, but we wouldn't buy it. And then yeah, he gets out, and he's just hucking it and making us look bad after doing all this research on the Internet to try to get better and watching YouTube after <laughs> YouTube videos. Scott comes out and just willy-nilly wings it down the course and beats us. And the forehand shot is one of the, I, I feel like, is one of the more difficult shots to control. Really? Yes. It's more difficult to me. You just stand I, there and throw the thing. There are people it's that... on the wrist. There are people that are good at it. Um, they do say you're one or the other, typically. So if you're if you are forehand dominant then you don't throw backhand much even if you didn't throw out your shoulder they just like it better but i i don't i don't feel like i have any power when i do it and usually i feel like when i try to get power out of throwing like you did that i end up with bad accuracy so i don't know i just i've got good power dustin's got good accuracy and scott's got like flair Flair, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Flair. I got style. Yeah, so Scotty Flair. 
Yeah, so we went, and that was fun. And I have been throwing my putters a lot, which I enjoy. They're good discs, and Dustin let me try some of his um, speed discs, like the Destroyer. The Destroyer. And... So that was fun. I would not have remembered that. Thank you for reminding me. Did I do anything with you that I forgot about that I should remember? <laughs> Destiny, probably. You guys probably ran some Destiny raids or something. We did. We're a bit frustrated with Destiny right now, but it's not because it's not fun. It is fun, but we're just frustrated because there's a lot. They just added so much um, time commitment to it that we didn't really want to do. I'm just getting around to finishing Warmind. Yeah. I got my sleeper simulant last night. Hey. By the way, why don't you send me a text when you're going to totally ignore my party invites for two I and a half hours? did not see a single party invite. And then I went and grabbed my phone and it said, John's been bugging you all night long to, <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> He's yeah, been stalking you all night. Like, what and the I heck, thought, Scott? Oh, I, thought they, I thought you guys were just busy. I saw you in no. limo and uh, human in a thing and I figured you were doing something. We were doing and you something. you didn't want to talk to me. No. didn't want me involved. So. Also... Also, until this gets abused, our party chat is open. So when you hop on, if you see us, just hop in the chat. But I did hail you quite a few uh, times. You, I <laughs> didn't see it on my screen at all, <laughs> which is heck? weird. That is weird. But then I looked on my phone, and there's like this big giant list of party invites from John. I'm yeah. thinking, wow. I didn't want to overdo one. it, but I wanted you to know that we wanted you there. And yeah, I didn't, they didn't come up on my screen. So, so I weird. missed it. My bad. Sorry. But it was okay because I was able to do that. I wouldn't have been able to do that with you. Did you see... Because you can't do all the sleeper nodes and all that. Uh, that is kind of an individual thing. But you could still be in the chat and listen yeah, to us been in whine the chat. and complain and talk about other stuff. But but I am glad you got that. Did you see it was going to get a nerf? Bungie's looking at it. It dropped at 340, which was horrible. I was that expecting low. it to, didn't they say exotic quests were going to drop at higher level? But Yeah, but that might only be new ones. Yeah, all right. But Yeah, it's uh, going to get nerfed. It, it can, only in Gambit. It, it should. I mean, yeah. I'm getting picked off by these willy-nilly shots. If it hits my finger, I'm dead, you know. Whereas with Whisper of the Worm, I've got to hit him in the head to drop him. And that's a much more complicated shot. Yeah. But anyway, that was what I did. What did you do, Dustin? Uh, I obviously played some disc golf with John, but I've been trying to figure out some type of bag to carry my discs. And so I uh, had gone and John and I had gone at lunch one day and went to the DI to start scoping out some bags or (laughs) anything that we could come up with. And I decided that I had this backpack that would be good. And I, I bought this CD kind of it was, was a it cd, a CD case, or right? was it a dish drainer no it was a disc it was for like holding cds and i cut it up and put it in my bag and it was horrible and i ended up throwing away so i was online i don't i, I how just, much did you have to pay for that though did you break the bank a dollar i paid a dollar for the cd holder wow. which i threw away <clears throat> and then uh i've been looking online and i i just can't bring myself to spend money on these backpacks like let's go get a dish drainer dude well, so what I did instead is I actually built, uh, I found this website where these guys were taking these Cabela's fishing bags and they were building just a PVC frame to go inside of it to hold the discs. And so I thought I could build that myself for just a couple of bucks. And so on Saturday, my kids all had Nutcracker auditions. Uh, so I was kind of back and forth between Nutcracker auditions and 
I went to Lowe's and bought some PVC and I'd brought tools to cut up the PVC with me that morning. And so I sat in the Lowe's parking lot and built myself a little frame and cost me like... Why'd you do it in the parking lot? Because you didn't want to take a big 10-foot thing home? America! Well, I was... I, did, I wasn't going home. I was in between oh, hauling kids. And okay. so I wasn't going to go home. And so I went to put that 10 foot piece in my car and I was like, well, I need, I'm going to have to cut this. But I'm like, well, I don't want to just cut it in half. Cause then what if I end up with, you know, not enough pieces. So I just started building it there in the parking lot, got it in the bag. Did you adjusted glue it? A couple, I didn't glue it. No, it was fine without glue. And so I, uh, I just kept, adjusting and making it the way I wanted. And then pretty soon it all worked out good and it works out awesome for the bag I have. I can either do it as a top load or I can do it as a front load. So it holds my discs nice and neat and they don't fall out when I walk And it. When I put it down, it actually holds itself up with the frame in it. So I did that. That was pretty cool. And then and you uh, got your, your cup holder. Uh, did you put a cup holder on it? No, but it has a side water bottle holder. And so right now that's where I'm putting my Bluetooth speaker, but I'm thinking that I might try to figure out a way to build something to hold the Bluetooth speaker on top of the PVC frame. That'd be cool. And then, um, you got any old balsa? What's that? You got any old balsa? Balsa wood? Yeah. Mm, no, no, but scrap balsa. Cause that'd be light and pretty easy to work with on top there. I was thinking that I could just run some zip ties. Oh yeah. And, make a, cr- and made a cradle for it to True. slide in and out of. Oh yeah. So I, I, I've been thinking about that. I just haven't done anything. And then I, I'll have the water bottle holder on the side, except for I've lost my water bottle. You guys haven't seen it, have you? I haven't. My big black Simply Modern water bottle. No. How much are those? Uh, well, I got, I got them at Sam's Club when they were cheap. So it was like 15 bucks for two because mm. I got them on a year-end sale. But now I've lost it, so I don't even have a water bottle to put in my bag. My wife laughs at me. I always lose a water bottle. And it's because I have it with me all the time. So if I go to a store, let's say we go food shopping, and I pick up a watermelon. I set my water bottle down on the on the box next to the watermelon and I walk away. <laughs> and it's just gone. <laughs> I've left that water bottle someplace at work, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Or at somebody's house, and I just don't know where it is. I'll keep my... So, I actually thought I'd left it at your house, but if you're not on the Labor Day party, but if you're not knowing of it then i probably did yeah. i'm gonna keep my eyes in but i'll i'll look for your water bottle okay uh so the nutcracker thing was spent most of my day on saturday and i'd hope to get out and do some diff, disc golf but i didn't but uh my kids all got really cool parts what'd they get uh so starting with my youngest sid uh who's nine so she's kind of young on the scale of dancers but she's tall uh, and this year he, she scored one of the highest parts. So she's a party girl. Wow. Party girl. Nice. Party girl. Why is that a top spot? Uh, it's just, so they, they, the little kids, they do them by height. Once you've hit a certain height, then you go into the next category. And so when you're under that height, so my daughter, Abby, um, the next daughter up, she's in the same height bracket as Sid. She's short. And so, but she's, two and a half years older, almost three years older than Sid. So they're competing for the same parts. Um, Abby actually got the highest scoring part in that category. And so she's Clara again. Nice. Year again. So she's way excited. And then 
the party girls dance with Clara, so her and her sister will get to do a lot. So they were way excited to kind of be in the same scenes. Uh, and they get a really big part in the in the whole production. They get like the first whole scene is the party scene. So do, do they do different choreography every year or is it the same choreography from year to year? Uh, so like- they try to mix it up. Uh, just depends on who the artistic director is for that portion of the show. Uh, and then my next oldest daughter, Bailey. Um, so she's kind of our superstar as far as ballet goes. Um, she's 14 years old and she's usually competing, uh, with girls on, you know, the senior level of high school. Uh, so she's a sophomore this year, but last year she was a ninth grader and she's still competing with that same group of girls. And last year she got one of the highest parts. Um, this year, the highest scoring part for the entire upper age division of point, advance point, is the Sugar Palm Ferry. It's kind of the biggest part of the show, and she got that. So Nice. Wow. Your uh, kids are headlining. So there's another lady that always tries out, and she's like 25-ish, I think. Like, she's she's really competing against these high school kids, like kind of makes me a little bit mad but since it's a community production so she she always gets the highest parts you know she always gets whatever the highest part is in and that's who we've been chasing and we've had this joke that we need to break her legs so that she can't you know compete that's a bad bad joke i know it is a bad (laughs) joke it's just a joke it's you know the nancy kerrigan joke but um this year uh bailey gave her run for money so they're one and two so uh, they they take that part and they cast two people and one person gets half of the shows and the other person gets half of the shows. Uh, and then that way, if somebody gets hurt or sick, there's still someone to follow. And so all of those bigger point soloist parts, they cast two people. And so that lady and her, and Bailey are, are the nice. two, two biggest spots. So all your kids are going to be in the same show though, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Hannah, she got a new part that she'd never gotten before. Um, and so she's in the snow core. Um, and she, it's not a soloist part, but it's, uh, it's, uh, she, she'll dance as a group of ballerinas in a core. And then there's the princess that, that is kind of, or the fairy, I guess. She's not a princess. The snow fairy is kind of over that core. And so they'll dance with her and each, each, fairy like sugar plum fairy what bailey is they'll have a core also that they dance with but so they were all excited they all got good parts um that's cool everybody's rearing and ready to go well hannah can't wait to see her fancy footwork in the snow crew yeah so um so there's There's no tap dancing in this one though Hmm. yeah so there's soloist parts is and that's what bailey got and so she'll dance with a, a man so that'll be a pop art Oh, so she'll she'll partner with a a, a guy. Is he cute? Um, I don't know. I don't. You can't say. I mean, he's a cool guy. Um, and I would guess that girls would think he's attractive. I mean, does Bailey think he's cute? Well, he's like twenty eight, twenty nine years old. Oh. So oh. it's not like a. It, it's kind of <laughs> like a. Uh, you know, word. For a 15-year-old, the guy that she danced with last year was the same way. He's, you know, mid-20s. and uh, Wait, so are you talking Bailey or Hannah? Bailey. Because so I was I, talking Hannah. Sorry, I'd gone back to Bailey. Okay. Hannah Hannah just dances in that course, so she'll dance with the Snow Fairy, but um, she dances with a group of girls, and they 
they kind of complement the the snow fairy. They're like the backup dancers. Yeah, kind of backup dancers, I guess. I mean, they have their own part. Like, well, right. The but soloist can't but, just dance the whole right. time, and so they kind of she comes on and does some stuff, and then they come on and do some stuff, and. I don't know. It's cool. If you've never seen the Nutcracker, it's a good opportunity. It's cheap to go see. We went last year and we're thoroughly impressed. The production values was awesome and everything. So go see it this year if you get a chance. Where? So the company they dance for is called Mountain West Ballet. And um, if you go to mountainwestballet.org, they'll start having some ticket sales. It's at um, Mount Jordan Middle School is where they usually do the production. Mount Jordan or just Jordan? No, I think it's Mount Jordan Middle School. I have no idea where that is. They 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 rent out uh, a junior high to do it, but I think they're at Mount Jordan this year. Um, they rent that out and then do the production there. What city is that in? It's in Sandy. Okay. It's over by Jordan Commons. Okay. Yeah, right behind Jordan Commons. That's right. Hmm. Um, so they'll their tickets will go on sale. You, MountainWestBallet.org is the best place to find them, and they go fast. Um, but it's a fun Christmas tradition. Like a lot of families that even don't do any or have anything to do with the ballet, go see the Nutcracker because it's yeah. We're gonna go again this year. Did you say how much? Um, they're usually right around ten to fifteen, I think, depending on what seats you want. What about little yeah. kids? Are they the same price? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I, I would you take little kids though to the Nutcracker? That's mm. who you should take. Really? Yeah. The little kids just eat it up. They think it's the best thing ever. Huh. I do remember going to the ballet when I was a kid, and I will never forget the lady with the big dress and all the little kids coming out. Yeah, that's Nutcracker. It's crazy. I seriously will never forget that. It's the most. I don't really remember any of the rest of it. And I went somewhere in California. I don't remember where. I'm sure Addie would just eat it up. Yeah, she loves that. Jonah kind of might stuff. be a little more. more. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that little boys like too. You know, like the fight scene between the mouse and the soldiers and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he probably did because he's younger. Like my nephew, he was like, eh, nah, like, where's, <laughs> where's the where's the guns? And, yeah, you know, no. Where's the action? <laughs> where's the karate chops? And but the, like younger maybe kids. Maybe Addy. You know? Addy and, could enjoy it. And then especially if my kids are in it, you could point them out, you know, and, and they would actually get a chance, I think. I can't remember if they do it. They usually kind of do a meet and greet after so the little kids can go meet some of the fairy princesses and stuff like that. I, I, I'm not 100% sure if that happens for Nutcracker. Abby loves your girls, dude. Yeah. We should go. I'll think Same about time. it. Same time. We'll see. I'll let you guys know when the tickets go on sale. All right, cool. cool. Uh, I think that's it for me. What about you, Scott? What are you up to? So this weekend, our house was totally taken over by Lego Mania. Woohoo! Mm. So Tell we, me more. We pulled out all our oh, Halloween. Halloween stuff to yeah. start getting it ready and putting our Halloween village together. So, Mark. did you blow your your Lego savings by opening up boxes you've not previously opened? Almost. I was tempted. To, <laughs> well, what to, did you open? Anything? New? I haven't opened anything new. Oh, okay. So we did buy a couple of new ones, but they're not old ones. We bought a, a Harry Potter with the spider that's kind of cool, and the Harry Potter with the coach that has the winged. Uh, horse that looks really scary like death did you not so, buy the hogwarts express too did you not open that up uh, that we didn't open that thing? up no that's a i don't know what we're gonna do with that but that's a we Lego decided bank. that was not very halloweeny and we are running out of room so that did not make the cut because we have a lego train so lego has halloween train a plethora of great halloween things you, you're gonna have to you know yeah. pick and choose because they just have so much you can use 
They do, but they. I wish they had a dedicated, like for Christmas, they have a dedicated called Winter Village. That mm-hmm. They have put a new piece out every year for, that's like a Winter Village. I wish they had a Halloween Village you know that what, they put something out every year. You know what I would enjoy? If they did uh, a 10-year run of a plate that's like f- four to six inches by square, we'll just say square, probably six six inches square. Over 10 years. So over 10 years, you have, what, five feet of of whatever. And then they had it planned. So you had trees and houses and fences and street, you know, and then you could put that up and then you just have this trick-or-treat Big walk. Like diorama? Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, yeah, I don't know what a diorama... A diorama is in the shoebox, right? Sure. Okay, so I'm thinking like a, a panoramic one of those. So right. Just longer. Big one. Yeah. That would be way cool. I think that would be so fun. So... Right now, um, we got out our monster fighters, which are awesome. I'm so glad we got those that are just totally Halloween-y. Count Dracula. Dracula and Frankenstein and werewolf and all those cool mummy. And then we had um, some Scooby-Doo. Got a cool Scooby-Doo cool. scary castle and the little mystery Burby. machine. Oh, yeah. Does that, it has a mystery machine? Yeah, we got oh, a mystery cool. machine. And then we've got some actually some friends. They have this really cool castle from Friends that looks like it's Maleficent's castle. So that's going to be our our Disney section. There, all, all the Disney characters are going to go trick or treating at Maleficent's castle. Do you have the wings that go on the back of the Friends character? The what? They have wings. Some of them. Oh yeah, these are. F- I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention to the characters. I just cared mm-hmm. about the castle. Oh, it looked way cool. You're talking about Lego Friends? Yes. Okay. Lego that's what, friends. That's what we have at my house. Lots of Lego friends. The Lego, Lego friends. the Lego friends are like the big sisters to the to the minifigs. <laughs> it really bothers me though that they couldn't just make the girls work with everything else. Why'd they have to come up with different minifigs for girls? I don't know. Because chicks like to accessorize or something. But they don't fit in anything. I know. And the thing is, is you can't accessorize them any more than a minifig, really. You know, you put the bow in the hair just like you would on a minifig. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, wish they would have just made regular-sized minifigs for them so you could mix and match. But right now, you can't put regular minifigs in the Friends stuff. Well, you can, kind of. But you definitely can't put uh, the fairy princess elf in the uh, Avengers Quinjet fighter that, <laughs> that Brody built this weekend. So they don't fit. Their legs are too long. So That's yeah, funny. we had a great. It was we had a good time. Um, built some. We just built the two new ones, but yeah, Lego Mania has taken over. Did you do anything with your smoker? This no, weekend? I totally forgot. By the time I was, you're too not busy. a very addicted smoker, bro. I know. I I, it's, I get busy, and I just I'm old, and I forget stuff. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind for me. And so I was busy all day Saturday doing stuff, running all over. And I thought, oh, crap, I was going to burn that on Saturday, so I'll do it tomorrow. Cause, and then I sat around and played Legos all day Sunday and <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about it. So I need to, uh, I've set a reminder for Saturday morning because I need some, you know, I want about six to eight hours of just Is this when you're smoking time. it out? Not, yes. Not actually. And then you said maybe get a thing anyway, a piece of meat anyway, just to experiment. Yeah, I would throw a piece of meat on there just for Well, fun. I have to burn the lid first. So I don't have a good way to do that yet. I was just going to burn it with the the curing of the. If, so if you need us to come over and help you start a fire, we can. Maybe you I don't need any help starting a fire. I don't believe you. <laughs> so I do have a propane burner. 
I haven't used it in a while. It needs an O-ring, but I have a whole set of O-rings. So maybe, maybe you could just bring it back and we could just torch it with the, the propane burner. Is that and, the thing that you tried to cook Scott with? Yeah, the thing I tried to light Scott on fire <laughs> with. <laughs> I have one of those. It's just not... Um, the, the adapter that goes in the propane tank needs a new O-ring. Mm. And I've just been lazy to go buy an O-ring. But I, hey, I can bought I borrow some, that? The weed burner? Yeah. Uh, sure. Needs an O-ring. You want to try and light me on fire too? Well, the, that needs the O-ring or the or the propane tank needs no, the No, the, uh, the weed burner needs the O-ring. Is that because it has the female and that's what's missing the O-ring? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Does it just it's take an O-ring portion. like a hose? Uh, yeah, but it's a funky size. But huh. I bought this. Uh, I needed some O-rings for something else. And so I bought this gigantic combo pack at the mm. auto parts store. Sure. And he's like, one of these will work. And when I opened it up, there was like 50 different O-rings in there. So I'm pretty sure I can find something that'll work. I just need to do it. But Cool. Yeah. All right. That's what we're uh, up to this past week. So let's move on to our main topic now. And uh, Dustin, why don't you introduce it? It's your idea. So we'll let you go with it. So I thought it would be fun. It just kind of, I've just been on this kind of TV series kick. Um and so I thought it would be fun to talk about maybe TV series that we've watched in our lifetime, either as kids or adults, what our favorite ones and, and kind of what we liked about them. And then is there a favorite TV series that you've watched multiple times or you wouldn't have a problem sitting down and watching or jumping right into the middle of a one season someplace where you could just start it and watch it? Or if you were flipping through TV channels and it came on, you would actually stop and watch. All right. Well, it's your topic. Why don't you start us off with your, I don't know, whatever you want to pick out of that and tell us about it. So I'm going to go new school first um, because I just completed watching all nine seasons of The Office again. <laughs> and I don't watch them religiously. I don't, I don't sit down and I dedicate myself to it, but... It's one of those things where I'm bored and or I got a half hour to kill and I can just turn on the office and I watch it and it's in Netflix. And so it just scrolls over and over and over. And so on Saturday, I had this was like after everybody was done. I can't remember what was going on, but Sid and I were sitting there. I was waiting for Erica to get home is what it was before we had to leave. And so I watched the last episode, last two episodes of The Office and then when it was done, the very last, I just started season one, one again. So it's back on my queue list <laughs> for one again. And I won't religiously watch it, but sometimes you just feel like nice. I need something funny to watch. And so you watch The Office. My go-to show like that is Modern Family. I love Modern Family. That thing makes me laugh harder than anything. My, I'll be laughing and the kids will hear me in the other room. Dad's watching Modern Family. And I, I really like Modern Family too. And I should put that on my my list but it's not on netflix right i don't know is it i don't think it's on netflix i don't think so either i think it's a hulu thing which is why i think i haven't seen it but i'm not positive but yeah that's my go-to you know anytime i'm flipping through the stations just looking for something random and i see it oh yeah i pick that and and phil's my hero i love him have any of you picked up parks and rec no so i i i started watching parks and rec on the suggestion of somebody saying oh if you like the office you like parks they're and very Rick. similar and i started getting into it but i never it never really bit 
I thought if I really want the office, I'll just watch the office. <laughs> like, but it's not the office; it's the city. And is that your go-to? No, but it tends to have more inappropriate humor, and that's quite amusing to me. Um, whereas the office tends to be, um, a, I don't know, a bit cleaner, which is fine. I enjoy it. I don't know if the office is no? like. I don't know. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah. And they, I've heard that same thing. Oh, well, Parks and Rec's a little more racy. And I'm like, you really never really watched The Office, did you? Like, I didn't. Okay. I'll, I'll throw this out there. I never went to season nine. I got to about season five or six with The Office. And then after that, I've just had spotty sprinkles. So so I tried to pick up The Office once. And it was in the middle of it. And I didn't know what was going on. And so I lost interest. So I'd probably have to start at the beginning. But... So my wife, Erica, that was the same thing. Like she, she started kind of watching office when the kids and I were watching office during one of the seasons and my kids are a totally different spot in office than they are. They have the same thing going. They they watch parks and recs and then sometimes they're watching the office, but my wife, she couldn't get into it. Like you really need to watch that from the start to kind of get the character build. It's the same for parks and rec though. And and I don't know if you got the character build, but and the characters aren't, I mean, some of the characters in Park and Rec, I could do completely without, you know, but they do have some really funny dynamics and um, Chris Pratt does do a great job and I can see why he kind of got found there. But uh, I like both and I can take both in small doses or I can take both in large doses if I'm playing Destiny and don't have to pay 100% attention. Yeah. I, I like Parks and Rec too. I just haven't finished the whole the whole series. And I guess kind of one of the other reasons is because I was watching Parks and Rec and then I saw something about uh Tracy Jordan. Do you know who that is? He's a comedian. No. Um he did a, a show called 30 Rock. Did you ever oh, watch yeah, that? 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching 30 Rock again, so that's I'm kind of working through 30 Rock too and which, I love that which one. Which character funny. is it that that did 30 Rock as well? Uh, so Tracy Jordan is on 30 Rock, and then uh, Liz Lemon is um, what's that chick's name from from uh, Saturday Night Live? The blonde one? No, she's dark haired. She has the like a scar. Tina something. Fey. Yeah, Tina Fey. I love Tina Fey. And then it has. Um, she's so funny. I'm having a hard time remembering anything right now. It has. Uh, I'll look it up. Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, not Alec, Steve Baldwin. Is it Alec Baldwin? I think Baldwin? it's Alec Baldwin in it. And then... Um, and that's about kind of the behind the scenes for Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, it's supposed to mimic a variety type show, yeah. kind of behind the scenes. But it's funny. It's got Jonah... I should have just looked it Jonah up. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, and he's hilarious in it. Like, he's so funny. I no, don't find him maybe funny not, at maybe all. Maybe not Jonah Hill. So... I would be surprised if I found him funny in 30 It's Rock. actually not Jonah Hill. It's, uh, I'll look it up. It's so while you're doing that, my, uh, my second favorite show that I go to is the Big Bang Theory. You guys, what did you say was your first? I missed uh, Modern I missed? Family. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Big Bang is hilarious. I, I like love Big the Bang. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. That's the other one that I'll always stop on if I'm flipping through channels and stop on it. So I started Big Bang when it started. And I only got about a season or two in because we watched it typically at the in-laws. I didn't, I didn't have ABC. I still don't have ABC or whatever it plays on. I don't have it. And so I'm not current at all. But they have some really funny stuff in that show. So, and, and I, 
you know, being a total geek like I am, nerd, geek, whatever you want to call me. Whatever they are. I don't know the difference. My wife honestly. watches it and she, she thinks it's funny too, but it's, it's just more funny for it's you. so funny for me because I get all these little Lord of the Ring jokes and uh, comic book jokes and, you know, they talk about all this super duper geeky nerdy stuff in it. The Hedron Magic, Clider the Gathering. And and, yeah. <laughs> they play a card game that's, you know, they can't do Magic the Gathering, but they play some card game and video games and all that stuff that they do and I just it just cracks me up they have Halo Night (laughs) I love his door knock Penny I don't know if he still does that Penny but in the beginning man that was funny I I'm a big uh, Bing fan also I like watching that one and it's on one of my my list we're actually going through we're about Eric has never watched that one all the way through so we actually started it together and I think we're in like season four. It's one of the ones that we watch when we get time to do something. Have it, either of you seen Angie Tribeca? No. No. I haven't That's some funny crap, dude. So the show that I want to watch that I haven't is the IT crowd. Oh. oh. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yes. Hilarious. I watched that, that one. show is but great. I really want that's to. That's on my list to watch and to check out. They British, haven't. They haven't done anything new, though, right? No, it's still, they, it's they just kind of did the first. It's pretty old, from what I mean. And it's hilarious. Like growing up, or you know, starting our careers off as like, you know, IT support. Oh, dude, it's so funny. So that's that's on my list that I'm probably going to try and watch next. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> he just has a recorder, so when someone. When someone calls, it's on a recording. He just sets the handset on it, and it, it just starts playing this pre-recorded. I want to say they have a skit about the CD uh, or the disc drive being the water holder too, but uh, or a drink holder, but I can't remember. Yeah. So yeah, that's on my list. That's what I want to watch next. But Parks and Rec does interest me because we work in the vault, and Parks and Rec is kind of like the vault. Yeah. So they, they they have similarities more than a paper company probably. Probably. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I really want to get into the office, but that one time I tried to watch two or three episodes and I didn't know what was going on. Just put this bad taste in my mouth for it. And so I, I just, for whatever reason, can't seem to get the... You just have to start episode one, season one. I know. So the, that's the, what I have to do. But The first time I watched it, I really got into the Jim and Dwight kind of feud back and forth. And they I never really, so funny. I never really paid attention to the other characters, or never really kind of got involved in the other characters. This last time I watched it, uh, do you guys know who Kevin Malone is? He's no. like this uh, accountant in there, and he has become one of my most favorite characters. Like I just, I just like want to see Kevin say something because uh, he's so funny. Like, what is his personality like? Uh, totally monotone, completely brain doofus. dead. Doofus. Just oh. a doofus. Just totally. Really? Like the other day, like uh, there's one episode where he's like, he comes in and he's like, uh, he's he's only just saying like words to get by. So like his big saying is, why say many words when few words do trick? And so he starts talking like that and he's like, I went to my mechanic. He doesn't speak English, but we communicate and we communicate fast. So he starts talking like that in the office and everybody thinks he's having a stroke. And so <laughs> they finally figure out that he's not having a stroke. And so they bring him in and, and he's like, that's, that's what he says. 
um, why say many words when few words do trick? And then so then they're like, well, we don't get what you're saying. And so then he starts, you know, arguing back and forth with his short word. And then he's like, fine. And he just like, I'll start talking normal. But it's just funny. He's he's hilarious. Nice. So I, I really like The Office. Uh, everything that we've said so far, I've really liked. So we, we kind of covered the comedy, the comedy. I'm not a comedy guy at all. Let's, uh, so what's, what about more drama, more action, more whatever? What, what have you watched lately that you've really enjoyed or overall, John? Because I'm not a comedy guy, I think I'm I know what's coming much deeper in this, uh, arena than I am comedy. Although you do bring up probably the best comedies, um, but uh, I would say that Breaking Bad is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Absolutely. Totally agree. Have you seen that? I started watching it. You have not finished Breaking Bad? No. I, th- I think I watched the first season, and it was, like, really intense, and I was watching it, like, to and from work. So that's where I used to watch a lot of TV, uh-huh. is I would watch... While, I would dr- watch while it driving? In, no, I would watch it while riding the train. <laughs> so, one, I stopped riding the train so much. But it got so intense, like that. It's intense. I like. I, I had a hard so time. Intense. I had a hard time watching it on the train, and so I never finished it. Also, a disclaimer: just because we mention a show is fantastic, doesn't mean you're going to enjoy it. And we might watch shows that you might feel are inappropriate, and that's going to happen. So, you do your own research before you figure out if you're going to watch The Office or Breaking Bad or anything else we say. But that doesn't change my opinion. That that show is just so well done, so well scripted, so well acted. It's just on your seat every episode. Yes. You think, how can they ratchet it up anymore? And then they, and then they do. do. <laughs> and you think, well, they can't do it anymore. And then they do. And it's just like this continual wind. And they just wind you all the way up until the end. And, and you know, most a lot of TV shows just flop at the end. You know, it's like, how can we end this? But there is a plot line. That I'm like, because it's a TV show, they're not going to go there. And then they did go there. And I'm like, okay, they went there. Now he's really screwed. And then he wasn't. And I was just mind blown. So I'm not going to spoil it. Did you, were you rooting for him? That's an interesting phenomenon. That This is a psychological phenomenon that has existed since before Breaking Bad. Where, I just wanted where, a yes or no, not a 15 Where minute. you might <coughs> root for Just the, answer the question. Where you might root for the criminal. Um, I did find myself rooting for him. He's a total scumbag. He is a total so, scumbag. So I had my opinion of him go complete 180 from the beginning to the end. Uh-huh. And at the end, I was just, okay, it's time for him to die. Yeah. Don't okay, because at the first... I so I've only watched a little bit of the first maybe the first season or maybe the first two seasons. That's the feeling I had is yeah, he's committing a crime, he's he's you know but he's a good guy. Yeah, but like he's he's got a cause, like he's trying to do good by doing what he's doing. He's trying to take cancer. care of his family. Yeah. He had cancer and the the money was gonna kill him. Before the cancer did. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, I went from completely sympathizing with him and rooting for him and hoping he would when to you were done with him back and huh. I, and that's his journey really so i guess they did a good job in convincing me of that because that's how the show goes an interesting thing to me about drug money or at least filthy money whatever you want to call it 
um, is did you notice how hard it was for him to keep his hands on? To keep his what? To keep his hands on. It, it was so hard to keep a hold of. The, money? the money? Yeah. When, when you were doing it, when you're doing it that oh, way, yeah. it was so difficult. And, and it almost became uh, a weapon that he had to protect himself against. You know, the money was almost a character in the show. It absolutely was. Yeah. That you had to, and he, how he dealt with the money he got was definitely a big. And how the money dealt with him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the show is good. Uh, It's very good. And you should definitely revisit it. Um, I'd say let's do like a podcast revisit of some of these things, but there's hours of material. And yeah, that's a long show. (laughs) Hours. So they just had the 10th anniversary Really? Of, of episode one or of, uh, of yeah, the finale? Out, or, so. okay. I've wanted to check it out, so maybe I will. Um, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of shows. You know, one of the, the drama... Have you guys watched Mr. Robot? Did yeah. You guys, you didn't I know? watched the first season. I didn't finish it. Did you guys so like I that? Yeah, it I was got, pretty... I got bored. Really? It was okay. Yeah. You got bored, huh? And that kind of dives into what we do for a living. Yeah. Uh, I and I, I really like that. I, don't, I think there's probably going to be another fourth season coming out. Yeah, they didn't do a bad job. I just, I just don't know why I got bored. I think something else shinier came along. I've tried to go back and rewatch it too, and I, I haven't been able to get past like three or four episodes of season two. I think I really enjoy it because I've dabbled in some of the things. Wait, that you dabbed? No, I dab all the time. Bam! I dab every time I go disc golfing. <laughs> but I've uh, I've dabbled in some of the things that he does. Uh, just being on a security type uh, mindset for my job and networking in general. Yeah. So some of the things that he does are way far fetched, but some of the things he does is real life. Like they've done good research, and so that appeals to me. Isn't it funny? This is kind of unrelated, but related. <clears throat> When you watch shows like 24 or NCIS or Nikita or any of these shows that have computers in it, they're like, quick, run an IP config and execute it. And you're like, that does not do (laughs) what you think it does. Or, you know, or they're like, oh, they're breaching the firewall. And there's this graphic of like a progress bar of them breaching the firewall. (laughs) No, that's not accurate. And I really like... uh his name's uh, Rami, Rami, Rami Malik. Yeah, that, I really like. Actor? I think he does a good job of that character. So I really like that. And then Christian Slater does a good job too, as playing his alternate. I think Christian Slater deserves more credit for his acting than he gets. He's always like a B-level character. I think. I think he's not bad. And then the sister too is uh, Carly Chocolin, Chocolin, Chocolin. I think. I don't remember. And that's her. that's Mr. Robot's sister. I don't remember her. And uh I think she does a good job too. Hmm. I don't remember being upset about the cast or the writing at all. I just ended up not I don't know, like just it. not progressing. No, I like it. I just I just didn't keep moving for some reason. It's short seasons. I think there's only like 10 or 12 episodes in each season. So it could have been that I watched season 1 and then I had to wait. That's what yeah. I had. I watched season one right when it finished, and I had to wait for season two, and then I squirrel, yeah. and I was off in another direction, yeah. and I've never picked it back up to finish I, it that's off. That's pretty yeah. similar. It's on my list. My list is so long of stuff I want to watch, though. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. I just And I don't watch that much TV. I just don't have time. Nope. So 
either. Well, there, it's really hard to get to it all. There's another TV series that we're watching. We just finished the second season. It's called Atypical. It's on Netflix. And it's 10 episodes. So we bang through those 10 episodes really quick. And then it's a really long time before another one comes out. Mm-hmm. And then we watched the other 10 episodes for season two in five days, you know, Eric and I. And now we're right. we're going to be, you know, it's going to be months. And then that one was pretty good because it just popped up and we were like, oh, we should watch that. We had free time, but it might have got put on the back burner. And I think Mr. Robot's the same way. 10 to 12 episodes, then it's a long time before the next season right. comes out. And did you guys watch Stranger Things? Very yeah, good. Yeah, we did. Yeah, same thing with Stranger Things. Very good. Stranger Things was excellent, too. I really like that. It harkens back to the old days when I was a kid when they always had the uh, movies where the kids were the heroes and trying to defeat the monsters that no one would believe existed and stuff like that, like E.T. and That was a big, a big theme. And it totally buys back into, like, all of the 80s stuff, like D&D, the oh, walkie yeah. talkies, the bikes, the clothes, the zip, banana seat bikes, the zip lines. Bikes. I swear. That's the only thing that show is missing is a zip line. A zip line? Yeah. From like Goonies. I just Goonies feel like zip, zip lines were quintessential 80s. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> I could just totally see him zip lining out of their window, kind of like Home Alone or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. I don't get it, but I, I can, can kind of see the Goonies tie into that because mm-hmm. they were kind of Goonies guys. I know that Super 8 tried to to make it that call back to the 80s, and I don't feel like they did nearly as good as Stranger Things did. Stranger Things is awesome. That's a, an excellent show. I'm excited for season three when it comes out. It's like HD gross 80s. You know, if you go and watch an old 80s show, it's all pixely and gross. Theirs is crystal clear gross. <laughs> Yeah, the 80s were so gross did you guys ever watch Bates Motel no that was a really good one too what's that on um, I think you can still watch it on uh, Netflix that's where we watched it but it was kind of one of those funny ones where there became a kind of a cult following and so there was a bunch of people liked it but it wasn't mainstream enough to keep it on so it got canceled and then the cult following kind of uproared, you know, like, and so somebody else picked it up. I think it was like AMC or TBS. Maybe somebody else picked it up and then did the final last two seasons. But that's kind of a, a drama, I guess, kind of horror type. Was there a butler at the motel? No, but are you familiar with the Bates Motel? No. Psycho, the Psycho? movie Psycho. Oh, okay. Norman Bates. Oh, would the would the butler call him Master Bates? <laughs> Probably. So this 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 <laughs> Bates Motel ties in off of the psycho th- plot right. of Norman Bates as a teenager, and then kind of him growing into a, a serial type <laughs> killer, and his mom dying and everything. So it, it's kind of a prequel to the Psycho movie. Sounds cool. Nice. It's way cool. I could watch it. Is it a horror horror, like super horror-y? Or no, it's more, it's more kind of a... Drama? It's a drama, but it's it's more of a, someone dealing with mental problems, like uh, oh. split personalities, kind of... Speaking of serial killers, did you ever watch Dexter? We... Dexter we liked the premises, and we started. We tried a, an episode or two, but just it wasn't our thing, so we didn't I like watch Dexter. it. Did you watch it? What is? Uh, nobody can hear you shaking your head. I know. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever heard the F word drop more times in an episode of anything or a movie in my entire life. But I also haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, so maybe that, I mean, that's got the record. But holy cow. If that black dude, that black cop was ever in an episode, that mother trucker could drop that word more times. Sometimes I think he used it twice in a row. He used it so many As times. a noun and an adjective. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. Um, and se- a verb and. <laughs> season one was good. Um, season two was good. After that, it was dumb. Uh, all right. Yeah. I liked it. I like that premises, though, of uh, a copper or someone who works for the police department being a serial killer. Who only kills serial killers? Yeah, who only kills so yeah, preys on his own type. Yeah, uh, it is interesting. It is an interesting show, and you do find yourself rooting for him as well, who is a killer and breaking the law and everything. So this is an interesting phenomenon how they do this with movies and with stories. But um, yeah, like I said, I man, I tell you, to me the, the the show wasn't wasn't good enough to keep up with the with the content. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch The Following? No. So The Following uh, was uh, uh, just a primetime TV kind of thing. It was, I think it was like ABC, and it had Kevin Bacon in it. And oh. he's a cop, and he's chasing this cult leader who I, kills I people. Heard he's that kind show, of a serial but... killer. And he has this cult following, and like these cult members... Oh, I did watch some of that are finding people for him to kill or they're sacrificing themselves so that he can kill them. And he just, he gets off on killing people and it's all, it's not like slasher killing. It's like, like more ritual killing. Like, um, and so this, this Kevin Bacon character, who's the cop and then kind of his, his group of cops. And then they're fighting, you know, trying to find him and then they have the cult that's kind of all protecting this cult leader and they're kind of doing their thing. And, and then he, the cult leader's trying to get the cops to kill. And it's kind of, it's kind of got a, a pretty bad twist to it. And it, it's kind of violent and bloody. Like, uh, I mean, as, as much as it can be on, on prime TV, but, um, it really made you think. And I really hmm. liked that one. And Erica liked it. And we suggested it to a couple of friends. And they're like, I can't believe you watched that. That was the worst show on earth. That, it was just horrifying. It gave me nightmares. We never like, get comments, or at least we haven't got many comments yet on this podcast. But I guarantee you, we'll get comments on how disappointed people are <laughs> in the shows we watched. <laughs> so, speaking of gory, then, you know, there's The Walking Dead. That show is great. I, I'm not current, but I like that show. They did a good job. I'm not current because Elizabeth isn't into zombie stuff. So so here's here's my thought on The Walking Dead. The first season was great. Like the best the best season good. by far was probably season one. There's I like a couple season two. There's a couple I think. the thing I didn't like about season two is they cut the special effects budget. So all of the special effects of them killing zombies turned really bad and it was like obviously that somebody's like killing a rubber dummy and I didn't like that. And then they got a lot of complaints and they, they went back on season three and then I would say up to season five, which season is the governor? Uh, three or four, three, four, three and four, three and four, maybe 
I like season one and two really well. So too. one was them. Two was at the farm. Yeah, which like was long. It took a long time to get out of the farm. And then three was the jail prison. And then four was the governor defending the prison. And when they finally break off from the governor, so they get away from, so they they get into they the prison and then they fight with Woodbury and the and governor. And they all get split up and they spend that whole season doing their own things, right on the way to sanctuary or whatever it was called. Well, so no, they had terminus. Terminus season five. Yeah, Terminus, that's what it was. And I kind of felt like that's where... Right, like that's kind of where... They, our... they could have stopped at season five and just been good. Um, season six was kind of the, getting to the hilltop and in the sanctuary mm-hmm. and all that. Season seven started off... Uh, that, what, once them, them fighting Negan, the savers, saviors. And then once Negan, Negan got involved... It, they're really me, stretching Negan. It went, yeah, it went... And I I think they've lost viewership, and I think it's only going to be one more season. I think is what they promised. Or, or we're mid we're mid season break, right? Because it starts back. Or no, we're going to start a new season shortly. S- start season will be. I October. haven't watched the last season, so I have to watch the last season. I'm waiting for it to come out on Netflix. So we we've continued to watch it, and I really I it's the only graphic novel comic book I've ever read from from anything. And they didn't really follow the comic like they should have, I thought. They kind of went their own direction. Um, one direction? They kind of went one direction on it. Dang. They had it their own way. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of got... I, I'm kind of to the point where I'm like, I got one more season, and then I think I'm did done. You, did you do Fear of the Walking Dead at all? And I did. I thought Fear of the Walking Dead started really slow. Season one was torture. See, I got two or three, and I could not. I was done. And then, and then season two got a little bit better, and then season three got better. And I have, or maybe I'm thinking mid-season breaks. They kind of do the same thing. They bounce off of uh, the first season was definitely not good, as they kind of got away and started go down to Mex- uh, San Diego, New Mexico area, and kind of started coming up uh, up the coast. I think it got a lot better. Hmm. It got a little more intense. I'll have to. Check it out, but I'm still a season behind on that too. I, it's on my list to watch, but I just haven't. So you know, it was really popular, but I didn't finish. What's that? And I'm I'm fine with it. Lost. Oh, I love Lost. Did you finish it? Yeah, I'm actually. So that's that's a show that I'm watching with my oldest two girls. It was our Friday. They had late start on Friday, so we used to watch it on Thursday nights, and we're about five or six seasons in and i think it's good hmm. and so they yeah, yeah good. i got i lost about fourth season fifth season and never finished you got lost i did lost in your eyes oh wow thank uh, you i think that happened to a lot of people i think a lot of people kind of lost Gibson. it go debbie or they watched it to the end and they hated the end i uh i love the first season of lost i thought it was yeah. awesome season one's it, great and it was just just kept you on the edge of your seat. Yep. What the heck's going on yep. here? And and they kind of second season when they opened up the vault or whatever it was was okay. Was okay, but and, and then I was to me there. it kind of went downhill after that first season. But the first season of Lost was amazing. Yeah, uh, the part where I really started having a problem, and this will be a spoiler alert, is when they move the island. When they physically moved the island, that's when I had, 
I was kind of like, oh, man. I didn't, I didn't even know they did that. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. thanks for That's ruining what I said. it for I said it's a, spoil, a spoiler. I, it doesn't really matter if you know they move the island. The whole story of getting to the point of moving the island and them doing it, it's kind of... That's that's kind of the hump that I have over, or that I had that's our time getting over. That they jumped. That's when they jumped the shark. I think you're thinking of Sharknado. Well, you never heard that. No, jump jumping when a series jumps the shark. That's when it goes from oh being good to being bad. Huh? Yeah, I I liked it all the way to the end. Um, what about the the plot line that it was all some kind of spirit world? Like, Don't ruin it, ruin it for everyone. Well, I feel like well, okay. So some pe- some people feel like it's a purgatory type thing, but I'm sorry, but Scott, in my defense, this season, this show has been over for like ten years. I still don't know how it ends. I know, but that's because you don't care to know because you're not going to watch it. It's because I keep trying to avoid spoilers for when I do watch. <laughs> <laughs> my kids really enjoy it. It might be a fun show to watch with Ethan and. Brody at some point in time like mm. I don't know um, we kind of got that idea from uh, some other friends that were like hey we, we we watched Lost and we watched it with our daughter Taylor and so um, that's kind of what we did and it's been fun well now that the spoilers out what are your thoughts uh, to be honest I can't remember exactly how it ends because I watched it back in 2000 and whatever it was um, but I remember the conspiracy theory of, oh, this and that and this and that. And I don't try to dissect shows to the point where I disappoint myself. You know, I just took it for production value and thought it was good. And um, I don't know. I didn't buy into all of the hype of, of what I just, I just ended for me. And, yeah, I thought it could be an alternate. They're all already all dead, whatever. They're in purgatory, whatever there is, or their spirit world. I don't know. Thought it was mm. interesting. I don't think people really write these shows to be like these gigantic conspiracy theories. I think they do it for shock and awe <clears throat> value, and they just write stuff. And that's something I've noticed since we've canceled cable, and we're we're cable cutters, and so we get most of our content from Netflix or over the air or whatever. Is I don't spend a lot of time watching garbage TV. I usually just watch what I want and I only invest in stuff that really entertains me and I don't tear stuff apart to the point where it's like, oh, I'm going to stop watching this because they said this and that's untrue and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, Mr. The, your your whole IP configs, but, but now that we're hacking the firewall. I don't stop watching it. It's just, as an IT person, it's amusing. But just like just like police officers will, will complain about the way they hold guns in shows because they're not holding it right. But, but people you know. will stop watching shows because of sure. stupid things like that. Sure. TV is not realistic. Like, for instance, one of my biggest pet peeves is if you ever watch CSI, right? I don't. So in CSI, who's the first one through the door? It's not the crime scene investigator. I guarantee it. It's a patrol officer. Yeah. <laughs> but, and he starts touching show, everything and he starts, oh, this is of it, starts picking up that. But in the show, like, oh. you know, it's always the CSI guys first through the door with his gun drawn and mm-hmm. ready to take him on. And yeah, that, that always cracks me up. CSIs don't go through the door with guns drawn at all. They show up half an hour after the guys with guns drawn go through the door in yeah. their lab coats and their. Uh, Cameras. And, yes. And, then and nobody work. touches the scene. Until, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just try to watch shows for 
what they are. My father-in-law, he dissects everything, every movie, every show. And I like to find examples in life and, and metaphors. And I like to dissect them that way and apply them, you know, kind of figure out how it, it fits into my, my world. But I don't, I don't like to dissect how they're all fake and stuff. My brother doesn't get scared in scary movies because he's like, oh, I already knew all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I can tell the way they're making it. I, I don't do that. I'm, I get scared because I, I can't always tell. But Do you guys know what Studio C is? I've heard of it. Yeah. Have you seen the studio spoof on YouTube for Walking Dead? Nope. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Just oh, run away. It's like a total... like. That's. I mean, if you really want to be bugged by a show, you've got to be bugged by Walking Dead. It's the most unrealistic zombie fighting show on earth. Like how slow the zombies are. Well, yeah, for like one second, the zombies are like, you know, and they can't move and they're super slow. And then all of a sudden, someone in the middle of a field clearing is being attacked by fifty zombies. It's like all you had to do is walk at a normal pace away from the zombies, and you would have been fine. Or you could have run. Or you could have. You know, or a zombie attacks them and they drop all their guns and everything like that. And so if you really wanted to dissect Walking Dead, it's really bad zombie fighting. And so Studio C made a parody, like a Saturday Night Live parody against The Walking Dead. And it's hilarious. I am surprised that a certain particular someone in this group hasn't brought up a very old and very classic TV series. Eighteen, nope. Dukes of Hazard, nope. It's not me then. Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, that was great. Both of them. So, what about Star Trek? Star Trek rocks. We might have to do a second TV. Yeah. On do you know old how shows? many stinking TV shows that I have participated in? I swear I've seen everything. We could do a whole sci-fi TV show. Sliders. Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Not seen that one. Is that black and white? Well, let's <laughs> pretty much. Let's let's cut here since yeah. we're already right. an hour. Yes, we're done for and today. And let's let's next week we'll just do part 2. Part 2 and we'll do old TV shows because maybe, all right, and shows cartoons even. Maybe ne- next week we'll say this episode's full of Spoiler plot, plot lines and classic stuff, and if you don't want stuff spoiled, you probably should avoid it because. Well, a lot of that stuff's not really available unless you've purchased it over. True. You know, like, like where are my kids gonna go watch all of the classic Star Wars, or I mean uh, Star, Star Trek. Trek? Like, I don't even know where I would get Star Trek. Star Trek Next Generation. I don't. I think I don't, it's all on Netflix. Even like Deep Space Nine and all of it. Really, huh. I think so. That's incredible. That's a huge library. That or, is, a or maybe huge no, library. maybe it's not Netflix. Maybe it's Comcast On Demand that has it. I, I have access to all of them. Wow, somewhere I'll have to figure out. Where How many know. hundreds of hours is that? Uh, a lot. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll cut here. All right. Yeah, let's cut here. Um, thanks for joining us this week on our television. Episode. I don't know. I was trying to think of something clever. I couldn't. So, <laughs> on uh, this on this uh, episode of TV, I can't. You think can't think of anything either. clever no. either. John, smelly toots. That's not very clever either. Rerun. What?
the rerun episode of All right. No, we didn't rerun either. Next week we'll rerun. Okay, so that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us for John. If you're gonna throw a frisbee, throw it well. And for Dustin. Don't listen to John on how to throw a frisbee because your arm will hurt later. <laughs> I'm your host, Scott. May the force be with you. We're out. Bye. Again, for joining us on this week's podcast, you can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode.